All right. You ready? Yes. You ready for this? Are you ready, Mitchell? Yeah. I'm ready. It is my privilege um, to welcome Mr. Lloyd, Mr. the Right Reverend Jeffrey Lloyd, who uh, he's got an amazing resume, um, and and it's amazing for this reason is from what I know, you know, I I haven't known Jeff, known him for almost 20 years now, I think. Um, but I know there's more history that predates me and there's many things that I don't, I don't know. It seems like we sit down and we, we get talking about everything under the sun. Um, but this, I know whether it's been in Mexico, whether it's been in the starting of new works, whether it's simply in, in coming and ministering to the people here, there is an amazing genuineness and a presence which he carries, which is always touches um, the heart of God. He always carries the present. There's always this subtle transformation, and sometimes not so subtle, when you're around a gem. You always come away encouraged. You always come away knowing more of Papa's presence, whether we even spoke about the presence or not. Because he just carries it so well. And uh, so I just want to encourage you to be expectant, to take notes, to receive, and uh, see what Papa has for you and for us, and for you at home this morning. Because I know it's going to be good. So would you please welcome him? It is the goodness of God that brings men to repentance. It is the goodness that brings us to open ourselves up to him, to swing open, to trust the wounds of our heart, to open them up, and to say, I believe in you, that you are reliable, Father God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, that you are reliable. When the communion was prepared and the bread was taken and ripped apart, it reminded me so much of the covenant that with Abraham, when Abraham became Abraham, when God's breath was joined with that man's name, and so from that point on, when Abraham heard his name, God's breath was also uttered. It was a reminder of his covenant. And what a beautiful thing that is, that we have that covenant too, that the communion that we have the privilege to enjoy is Symbolic, yes, but also the reality of the breaking of that covenant with Creator, Father, God. 
that Jesus tore open that veil and rent it. And we have the privilege of becoming one. Oh, yes, what a privilege it is. Oh, yes, let's just drink in his goodness. Drink in his goodness. Drink in his goodness. And um, Sherry, can you come forward? Um, I want to begin with the reading of the word. You know, I have been in services, and it happened to be in the Catholic Church, a Catholic gathering, a Catholic universal. That's what the meaning is. And they had a procession. And they had God's word coming into the back of the room and coming forth. And when God's word, this Bible came forth in this procession, there was an exuberance and there was an excitement and there was a joy that God had given his word upon the earth. And if we capture that and live with that, it will transform our lives. It will transform our lives because the word is life itself. And Sherry? Um, whatever, however you want to direct it. I've given, I've given Sherry some, well, I've given, I felt like God, God wanted Sherry to share some things, and you, you, um, this for sure, yeah. In, in Ephesians, I asked her to read in uh, chapter 6, 10 to 14, and this is in the Amplified Version. And for those of you who don't know, this is my very lovely and beautiful wife, and I can't think of anybody who loves the word more. She is a lady of word. Definitely words. <laughs> but I okay, um, now this isn't just the Amplified Bible, this is the classic edition. There are simple versions of the Amplified Bible, okay? But this one's the classic. Um, somebody said it was the woman's version of the Bible because it was because it was so wordy. Yeah, um, I like it. It's one of my favorites. Okay, so Ephesians six ten through fourteen. In conclusion, be strong. We're not in the conclusion. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with Him. Draw your strength from Him. That strength which His boundless might provides. Put on the whole armor, the armor of a heavy-armed soldier, which God supplies, that you may be able successfully to stand up against all the strategies and deceits of the devil. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the depotisms, against the powers, against the master spirits, who are the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. Therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger and having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. Stand, therefore, hold your ground, having tightened the belt of truth around your loins and having put on the breastplate of integrity and of moral rectitude and right standing with God. So we have right standing with God, and so we know that he has given us his armor. The armor was constructed by him, not by us. It's not something we do or we've made. It's something he does, and 
is given. I'm going to have Elizabeth give you an index card and a pen if, or a pencil if you need one because I really want to encourage you to take a note, okay? Um, when I was first born again, I felt like I needed to take notes because I was learning all these things. Um, give people, give, make sure everybody gets a card or a pen. Um, but I thought I needed to take notes, and so I would try and get every single thing that the pastor said. And I wanted it to be point A, blah, 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 point B, blah, blah, blah. And then as I grew in the Lord, I started just writing down, okay, this has impacted me. This is a really good thing. I'm going to remember this this week. I'm going to put this into practice this week. Well, the index card is for you to write down one, at least one thing that God's going to say to you this week. And take it and stick it in your pocket or your purse or your wallet or your refrigerator or something. And just think about it all week. And what I write down or what I get isn't going to be what you get, maybe. Because it's like, you know, we're all different radio stations and we tune into God a little different. So I'm believing that God's going to give you something. And that's going to be your key. All right? For the week. Yes, your key for the week. Your key for the week. Yeah. Okay. And this is something I am not doing. I'm not going to do this, okay? So I'm going to... Anyways, all right, the verse is Hebrews 10.35. And there's different versions of it here. Jeff's asked me to read it, so I'm reading it. Okay, because I've learned that if your husband asks you to do something and you don't do it, or you do it with an ugly attitude, usually I'm the one who suffers. I don't know how that works, but that's so, how it works. So just like she was given a, a word to emphasize key... I was given the word God just said this one word needs to be focused on and talked about um, a little more than normal today and that is confidence so she has different versions printed out and the different ways that this one word is translated in the various versions it will give us like like a facet, a diamond being turned, we will see different things of what the meaning of this word is. And the word is confidence, like he said. First is King James, 21st century edition, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. And I think that's the one that's familiar to a lot of us. Okay, but in the um, American Standard Version, it says, cast not away, therefore, your boldness. So confidence, boldness, which hath great recompense of reward. Um, the Amplified says, do not, therefore, fling away your fearless confidence, for it has a glorious and great reward. Um, so this one, I don't know what this is. This is a CJB. I don't know what version that is, but it says, so don't throw away that courage of yours. The courage that God gives us, which carries with it such a great reward. And then the next version says, keep on being brave. So confidence is considered to be bravery. It will bring you great rewards. Um, Next version says, so don't lose the courage that you had in the past. Your courage or confidence will be rewarded richly. This one says, so do not lose, throw away the courage which you had in the past 
or your confident trust in God, or your boldness, which has great reward. Uh, The next version says, do not lose your courage then, because it brings with it a great reward. And it says, do not let this happy trust in the Lord die away, no matter what happens. Remember your reward. I like happy trust in the Lord because that makes me think of somebody who's carefree, almost a child. You know, your child knows that you love them. And they know that you love them. And they know that you love them. And that's just like a happy confidence. Well, I know my mom loves me. She may yell at me. She may ground me or whatever, but she loves me. And I know that. And that's an amazing confidence. Okay, simple, but how we should be. Okay, the next one is long. It's from The Message, which is one of my current favorite Bibles to read out of because it seems to relate to our where we are right now in our in our times. Okay, remember these early days after you first saw the light; those were the hard times. Kicked around in public, targets of every kind of abuse. Some days it was you; other days it was your friend. If some friends went to prison, you stuck by them. If some enemies broke in and seized your goods, you let them go with a smile knowing that they couldn't touch your real treasure. Nothing they did bothered you. Okay, so your confidence here is considered to be your real treasure. Nothing set you back. So don't throw it all away now. You were sure of yourselves. Confident. It is a sure thing, but you need to stick it out. Staying with God's plan, so you will be there for the promise completion it won't be long now he's on the way he'll show up most any minute but anyone who is right with me thrives on loyal trust if he cuts and runs i won't be very happy but we're not quitters who lose out oh no we will stay with it and survive trusting all the way so don't throw away your bold faith it will bring you great rewards And the New Living Version says, Do not throw away your trust, for your reward will be great. And it says in the Weymouth Weymouth translation, it says, So do not stop believing God now. Your faith will bring you much reward. And then the Young's Living says, Ye may not cast away then your boldness, which has great recompense of reward. One of the word challenges, catches, I would say, um, the difference between a lion and your loins is very little. It's just switched, those two letters switched around. And as we Christians, we are lions. And that comes forth from our deep insides, our loins. It's our heart. Now, I'm thinking, um, there's no replace for God's word coming forth. What does a lion hear when a small dog is barking at him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Nothing at all. 
Because if you are truly believe you're a lion and you are walking like a lion, thinking like a lion, doing as a lion, that small dog barking is of no occurrence at all. Your ears are turned off. Now, when I was in fourth grade, my fourth grade teacher talked to my parents and he said, he's a smart guy. He's a smart kid. He's thinking all the time. But I say something to him. I even call him by name and he doesn't even hear me because he is focused so much on the thoughts that he is having. He doesn't even hear my my voice. Are you that way with your enemy? Or are you hearing his voice? The sermon, and if you call it a sermon, an encouragement today, the share today, you could perhaps title it Tipping point to victory. Now, if you're involved with the current media push today, there was an event that happened at the Oscars. What they dubbed the slap that was heard throughout the, the world. How ridiculous the title is that. That is a a silly one. But now, Will Smith was sitting there, and he had a tipping point. Didn't he? Was he victorious in that tipping point? Now, his flesh thought so. His flesh was so pleased with itself. But he failed. When he was brought to the tipping point. Have you had those occurrences lately? When you're, when you're at the tipping point. You can feel yourself. Maybe you could say. I'm going to lose it. I'm at the point. This teeter totter. From being re- 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 um, rational. To being irrational. Rational or irrational? Godly or not godly? Will Smith failed at that point of tipping. Mm -hmm. We shall not do so. By the grace of God, by bathing ourselves in the goodness of God, when the little dog barks, When our flesh wants to tip over, choosing righteousness instead. Yes, yes, yes. The last time I was here and shared, I did one of those things. Now you and you people are so kind here <laughs> to us. It's you, you, you are so kind and good to Sherry and I to join your family. How you do to have have us be a part of your family? Um, 
But I started to tell a story about a camp experience we had with Sherry's sister. And um, it was before children, we had children. And so we went as a couple with their family and we go to this camp. We went to this campground and we were in tents and it rained. And it get everything wet. The rain came up into the tent and came up. We weren't prepared right in it. Everything would got would get wet. So we weren't very far actually from our house and so we would gather everything up and take it to our house and dry it off. And then out came the sun. So we would go back to camp. We're like, well let's let's we're all set up, let's go. We'll we'll go back to camp. And then it rained. And everything got wet again. So we did this several times. And and we were having some friction, and we had some friction between the two couples. Beautiful, beautiful couple, a family. And um, back then, Jeff did the silent treatment. That's how I won my argument, was I would go... Now, there's a time for that. A time for that was when yesterday when a guy who came out of his house when we were cutting down a tree um, to a a neighbor helping them out. And um, he came out of his house and started chiding us and said, you guys are amateurs. You don't know how to cut a tree down. Another friend I had who was actually running the chainsaw, he started he started addressing the guy and I said, Don't you talk to him. Don't you speak. Now there was a time for that. There was a time Will Smith to keep silent. So there is a time for that. But there's not a time for you to seal off, to ostracize the rest of the world from your heart. And that's how I would handle and win. Um, so this is how Sherry's sister did. And thank God that she's like that. And thank God my wife is like that because I need that. She, she came, she, she, her family was not the silent type um, arguers. That is not her, her means and method that she grew up with. She takes a hold of me. She looks at me in the eye, takes a hold of me, and she shakes me. And she says, you talk to me, Jeff. I've had enough of this. And you know what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing, because I put my ball all the stronger. I didn't take the lesson that I should have. Life is a beautiful thing. God is And it is through his beauty that we get through. And that we don't just get through, that we don't just survive tipping points, but we win. We win. We act and behave as lions. Why? Because we are. 
That is who we are. That is what God has birthed within us. And everything else that does not agree with lying character, we must throw out. We must do that wall and say, no, uh-uh, I'm putting up that wall so I can live my life free, confident, like Sherry read those scriptures, confident, bold, free. It was interesting to me that one of the descriptions of that word was free speaking. Now, what is trying to happen in our society today? Be quiet! How do you preach the gospel when you have to be quiet? It is not kindness and, um, and rationality to keep silent. It is silencing the message and the love of God that Jesus died for you and me and we can live in this reality called life with him. Him overshadowing us. Him being a part of us. Him making us lions. And when we are given these tipping points of life, we do not fail. God prepares us. Do you think God saw that tipping point of Will Smith coming? He sees the tipping points of your life coming. And so you think he just goes, Oh, well, Laura Baker. Oh, yeah, here it comes, Laura, and you're going to fail. You're going to fall so far down in the Grand Canyon. You're never going to get up. And I'm just going to stand back here and watch it happen. Is that what God we have? No, it's not He is preparing us for the tipping points that are coming. Not to fail them, but to show His glory. So that His glory is displayed through us, through these vessels that He calls His. That His Glory would be displayed to people. And when that neighbor comes out and yells at you, his glory is what he sees. And he goes back into his house either ashamed or considering God, that there's something different here with these people. Because we cut down that tree, and that tree fell. It came down, and no more are its roots going into the septic system. No more. Its work is destroyed. And that's what God wants to have happen for you to be tree cutters. And you cut down your neighbor's tree that's causing all the problems. And it's not you who gets the glory, but it's him. 
that you have became a lion, that your loins have changed within you, and you have become a lion, that your heart is the heart of God. Oh, yes, that is right. That is right. Um, Jennifer Whitmer, how do you say this word? Colander, colander. I never know how to say it. Colander. Colander? I always say colander. I don't know if that's She right. always say colander, so we will say that it's the right way. Worst cereal What's that? Worst cereal Yes, the worst cereal You can put as much milk on there that you want, and you cannot get the milk to stay with the cereal. Have you felt like that? With God that he pours in and things go right on out. Now some of us might not. I have felt that way before. You go into meetings and you feel like a solid bowl. And then you step out into life and you turn into a Calendar. Calendar. Um, I think today God and His Spirit hovering over our waters. He wants to do a work. That we're no longer a colander, a colander, tomato, tomato. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share this. Dream. It was kind of a nightmare. I, I don't have nightmares much at all. But I remember this as I was preparing this sermon, if you call it a sermon. Um, and it was, it was downright terrifying. Because I dreamed I was in bed. And I wasn't dead. I was sleeping. And I wrestled awake in my dream, and I was still I was still sleeping. And I realized that there were rats in the bed with me. And they had attached and they were sucking the blood out of my out of me, out of my life. My the life out of me. And I believe that there's someone here. Maybe it's just me that needs to be a deeper work that has felt that colander, being a colander that life is being sucked out of you. And I believe God wants to set you free from that. You know, we focus a lot on the goodness of God. It is the goodness of God. And I've heard people talk about, talk about, oh, those people get off because they see demons out behind every bush. You know, and that, that's true. We're not we're not supposed to um, be demon seekers. We're supposed to seek the living, loving, glorious God and become more and more like that. Okay, but if there's a, some something there in the bush saying hello, hello, ha ha ha, we do need to address it. 
So um, I'm going to say share one more story, and I've shared this story before, but it's a okay. good one. It's a good one, Fred. So I'm going to share it again. And then we're, whoever wants to be set free, not be a colander, a colander, or if you have felt you have had rat, a rat stuck in on, onto you, sucking the life out of you, we're going to believe that God is going to set us free from that this morning. And when he pours into us, we keep it. Because we are called to go from glory to glory to glory. And what's after that? Glory. glory. And what's after that? Glory. glory. What's after that? Glory. We keep going until we're there. Yes. All right. Phyllis Bloom. Phyllis Bloom is one of the sweetest persons I have never ever known. She is she was like butter. She's passed away now, but she was like butter and she'd have us over for a meal and she started telling us this story. Now, Phyllis had a fear of spiders. And she went into her shower one morning. And she looked down, and there was a spider. That spider was probably about a quarter inch. All right? And the fear took a hold of her. And, then, and she looked back at the spider, and the spider was now about the size of a dime. And here it was in the shower with her. And she really freaks out. And when the next time she looked at the spider, the spider was the size of a quarter. The more focus she went on that spider, the larger it got. The little dog barking. If you stop and you turn around and look, Giving it attention will give it all the credence, all your approval to grow and to become bigger and to become bigger. Now, we're not supposed to be ignorant of the enemy's devices and we're not supposed to deny reality, but we need to use our faith to overcome those things. So we acknowledge it and know that our attention is upon it. Right? All right. So if there's anybody here, I'm going to have you stand who wants to not be a colander anymore. Or even more seriously, if you feel like you're being sucked out of, um, please stand up. And nobody's going to touch you. But the Holy Ghost hovering over these waters called ourselves, that we are going to be set free at this moment. At this moment. Because God wants it done. No more. No more. And when we walk out of, 
Let me say that again. When we walk out the doors of this church, we take it all with us. We live through our life with it. With the glory of God, which the knowledge, with the knowledge that we are lions. So now I'm going to pray for you. First, we're going to do it. First, I'm, you are going to confess out of your mouth, okay? We're going to do a two-step prayer that I, I enjoy that. And I feel like it. Um, um, there are some spiritual powers that come into play, spiritual realities about you confessing it out of your mouth. Say, Father, Father I, come to you, I come to you, and I say this is ended today. I am no more a sieve. Nothing is going to suck the life of Jesus out of me. I am a sponge. I am a sponge. And I will receive. I will receive. And it will be multiplied into me. It will be multiplied into me. That my loins. That my loins. It becomes a lion. It becomes a lion. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now I'm going to pray. Father God, I ask for it to be perfect. Broken fully, yes, yes, through the mouths of babes, through the hands of the youth, yes, yes, broken, broken, addiction broken, shame broken, by the power of God, why? Because you are claimed by Father, because you were called by His name, that you are His people, and He is your God. Yes. No one else has a right to you. No one. No one. The past has no right to you anymore. No one. God has rewritten. God has rewritten the past. God is rewriting writing the past on your heart right now and on your mind, and it recedes and goes back to what it is meant to be. It is never to dictate your future. Never, never, never meant. Well, let's just pray in the spirit a little bit and pause here. For those of you who, who know what that is, just and the rest of us just just seek and seek seek and soak into the Lord's presence as He's completing the work. Love the blood of lamb was 
took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat, you shall surely die. God, Jesus, has on and has given us life. We don't listen to the little dogs anymore. We don't listen to the words of the serpent giving us misinformation, lies mixed with truth. No, we stand in a hundred percent truth, honesty, righteousness, and glory because he is his glory it can't be separated God is not compartmentalized he is his glory now Lord Jesus I ask for you to bestow bestow the glory of God on each soul here Because of righteousness sake, that there is no lack, there is no shadow, there is no sin that is not covered by your blood. That the glory of God prevails over us and comes up from our loins and permeates our mind and our heart and our thinking and our eyes, that you give us a new heart and new eyes to be transporters of your glory to the world. In Jesus. Jesus. Stay standing, if you would, for just a moment. I'm I'm just, Jeff was preaching and ministering that word. Um, I just began sensing angels um, just coming and harvesting they're harvesting some stuff that some of you guys have just, you're like, Lord, I need to get rid of this. Lord, I want to get rid of this. Lord, how do I get rid of this? Well, again, good news. The harvest is in full bloom. Now is the time. So you've got some of those things. I, I want you just to put your hands up. Just lift your, lift your arms and just, just let those angels come and do their work. I just I just see them. There's, there's some symbolic things going on. Um... Not only symbolic, but 
you know, when God does something, even if it's in the spirit that he comes and he removes something, it's done. It will manifest. But it's done. So just receive that. God, oh, just come and take of the harvest which we planted. Lord, we just, whether intentionally or unintentionally, just take that stuff that we don't need. Just remove it from us as far as the east is from the west and let it be burned. Let it be burned. And Father, we just declare a, a reaping and a harvest of all that is good, all that is righteous, all that is holy, all that is pure. Just to come forth and to flood this people. To come forth and to flood us right now in Jesus' name. Just bless you, God. You are so good. You are so good. Look for it. Look for it this week. Look for things to be gone. Look for the harvest, the things you've been sowing. Look for it. Look for it to come in. If it's finances, expect checks in the mail. If it, you know, whatever it is. Go into this week with expectation because I'm telling you, the fields are white. Now is the time. There's a harvest. There's a harvest and it's good. And you know what? In some of that, he's going to, he's going to, even as you take it in, he's going to say, good, let's set this aside. So we want to plant more. We want to plant more. Because he's the God of increase. Mm. So we just bless you, Jesus. We bless you. We're so good. If anyone is in need of healing, I just encourage you to receive that. Because it... Those, these are the same angels that were at my bedside last night as I was <laughs> choking on acid. <laughs> and I'm laying there and my eyes are closed and I just see this light through my eyes. And, and, the, and the Lord's like, all right, I sent someone to help take care of this. And I could just see, even though my eyes were closed, I could just see this that he had a sword raised over top of me. And... And I just took, I just knew I was supposed to do this. I just took the sword and I just put it, the tip of it down on my throat. And it was like, I began everything that was all stirred up and inflamed. And I was full of snot and everything. It just, everything began to settle and the pain began to settle. And the pain began to go. And I woke up and I, I really didn't have any issue this morning. Those angels are here. I just encourage you to receive, to receive. If you're in need of healing this morning, just just receive. Just receive.
We honor you. We thank you. We praise you. I thank you. Thank you for the bowl that is Jeffrey Lloyd and Sherry Lloyd and what you've poured into them for us this morning. God, they've emptied it out for us, so we pray that you would fill it. Just fill it again, Lord. Fill it to overflowing with all that is good and right. All that they need. Thank you so much. you are in need of further prayer, um, I encourage you to, to stick around and either just receive. I see some of you just still, God's just all over you and just touching you. Just continue to stay and re- receive. No one's going to move you out of that. You are in need of further prayer ministry, come on up to the front. We'll be glad to do that for you and with you. You're in need of more of Jesus. Come and take some as you go. over your week and then release you all even you at home um, our website was down for a little bit but it's back up uh, for you at home if you're interested in finding us you can find us at arcgenoa.org you can meet Jesus you can donate you can find uh, past words and you can contact us there we'd love to hear from you for now we just, uh, Father, we just bless everyone. We just ask that your face just shine. Your your unveiled face would just shine upon us, Lord. That we would behold you. That this would be, that this would set our week beholding you. So we can, even as Jeff was preaching about, become more like you. That we can go from glory to glory to glory. May your face shine upon us and grant us the shalom peace that just fills us body, soul, and spirit, refreshes, restores, renews, and heals. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed. Have a great week, everyone. Uh, If you can make it out Thursday night, we would love to have you. We'll be here either way. We've been having a good time. So uh, be blessed. Have a great week.